Hello and welcome to D-Up Podcast. This is Louis Belletta. Thank you for taking a seat at the D-Up table. I appreciate it. As always, we're going to get to a review of the new 2K20 that I promised last week. Uh, We're also going to talk about all things related LeBron James and the Lakers, etc., etc. It seems that everything is revolving around the Lakers as as always wherever LeBron is that's that's where the NBA epicenter usually is and uh, we'll go over some of the headlines uh, I, I will just riff and read directly from the Google NBA news for you and give you my take on things I'll talk a little bit about USA basketball as well so let's start with LeBron James and the LA Lakers now uh, LeBron is entering a pretty interesting year of his career. I think he's 34 years old. Now, LeBron just had his groin injury, and he's looking to come back with revenge. A lot of people call this the the revenge season. Um, there's no mistake. I'm not a big LeBron fan. I'm a bit biased, but I'm going to talk about this in regards to uh, his comparison. Who's Michael Jordan and the reason why I bring LeBron season up this year and I and I talk about Michael Jordan with that being his age at 34 right now it's very similar because Michael retired in 1993 it was after he stated that he was a bit bored You know, there was no more challenges for him. LeBron in 2017 mentioned the same words. Then, of course, LeBron got injured. uh, And now that brings us to 2019. You know, um, whatever it was, LeBron didn't play uh, too too outstanding. He He didn't do well with the Lakers in his first year this past year and let's let's all assume that LeBron could have been a little gassed and he could have been you know so gassed of being in you know how many was it seven eight finals in a row I mean it's crazy I applaud I applaud LeBron yet Michael in his return in 1995 Mike uh, 95 96 season uh, Michael came back. He came back from. Uh, I remember he had a shortened season, and uh, he came back from playing baseball. Lost to the Orlando Magic in the playoffs. Then started his revenge tour from '96, '97, '98, and won three championships in a row. Talk about silencing the critics. Talk about a guy that listened to the media say maybe a little bit too old or. He can't do it again and comes back and wins three championships in a row. Brilliant. And then we have now LeBron facing a similar situation. Now, LeBron didn't retire, but he's had this big gap with his injury and his his play. You know, a lot of people saying he's, he's slowing down. Will LeBron respond with the same oomph that Michael Jordan came back with and and proved to be a, a, a hurricane with. Um, Michael came back and solidified his place as the best player in NBA history times two. And LeBron has that that chance right now with the Lakers. Yeah, LeBron has quite a bit of help in that starting lineup, but 
they don't have this tremendous bench of help. And if LeBron winds up taking this team to the promised land, which in my humble opinion, I don't think he will um, for a number of reasons. Team chemistry, uh, the way they're put together, and also there's just, just small elements in what I believe LeBron's made of that he won't get this feat accomplished, that he won't be the Michael Jordan of our time and, and, and bring these Lakers back. But getting, uh, getting back on track, I think that um, LeBron does have this chance and he's hearing the chatter and he even admits to hearing the chatter. There's a lot of sources that say that LeBron's coming for blood this year. I believe he thinks so. I believe that LeBron thinks he is. Will his body follow? Will his mind follow? Will he have that animal instinct that Michael Jordan seemed to be just to be born with? Okay, because we know he has the physical attributes or attributes, and you know if he doesn't get hurt, he'll be fully there. But will he be to the next level? Will LeBron find another gear? Will LeBron even be the same? I want to hear what you guys think. Write in Lewis Edward Balletta at Instagram or Facebook or you know just holler at me, shout at me. Um, I always enjoy your opinions. There's one more funny part about the Jordan era and LeBron era defining moment now and past history. And that's pretty interesting. And that is Michael Jordan was filming Space Jam, if you remember, while getting ready for the comeback and doing the whole, um, you know, the whole second revenge tour. LeBron is making Space Jam 2 this summer. Pre-hopeful venge comeback. So it's pretty interesting to see the parallels and then they have that, that little detail of Space Jam. Just thought it was, was kind of funny. So again, write in, tell me what you think. I value what you guys say because I, I, it gives me a good reflection of of what uh, what the market thinks and uh, what I'm going to talk about on this show. Uh, moving on to the Lakers. LeBron, LeBron seems to be in every story. Uh, the Lakers and their defense. So the Lakers picked up a great one-on-one defender in Avery Bradley this offseason. And I feel like he's going to prove to be just a, a wonderful pickup for the team. And the reason why I, I, I bring him up and, and the likes of Anthony Davis up, those guys can really get in and play D. Uh, I think the team being coached by Frank Vogel is going to show signs of great defense at times. And the reason why I bring this up is because Frank Vogel made a comment about how this team is going to be tough defensively, very blue-collar in a way. I, I, not, I don't want to paraphrase him. I don't want to quote, but I remember reading something about Frank Vogel's comment saying that this team is going to be a, a really tough knock-around team, and they're going to be you know hard-nosed on defense. And, but again, coming back to LeBron, I don't know if you guys have seen LeBron play a lot on defense. Have you seen him play live or on YouTube? Just tell me. But how, tell me what you saw. 
uh, LeBron seems to have given up on playing defense. Now, this is one of the most talented physical specimens of all time. But how are you going to have the anchor of the defense be LeBron James? He's coming off an injury. And you're going to run this guy all year. Obviously, LeBron's starting. And he's going to have to play two sides of the floor. Now, LeBron hasn't been playing defense at this part of his career. He just really hasn't. He's, has, he's been a subpar defender. I mean, even on um, um, NBA 2K20 that we're going to get to, um, he's not, he gets blown by all the time. And the makers of that game, I haven't checked his, his defensive rating, but it can't be too great. If you guys want to check that for me, get back to me with that. But I don't think that, that LeBron is, is that notable of a defender anymore. So Frank Vogel, if, if Frank Vogel has some magic coming, that some fruity pebbles that he's about to, to feed LeBron to make him play some defense, I, I, I'd be interested to hear about it. Because in the regular season, I think it's going to be coming and going. I think your defense is going to show signs of glimpses of you know, wonderful effort and execution, and they're going to hold opponents to, to under 70 at times. And uh, they can, they, they're really going to play well and execute because it's a Frank Vogel team, and they have some wonderful defenders on the team. you got Danny Green. Um, there's a couple more. I mean, I mean, Kuzma can play. But when you look at the totality of it, and think that this regular season that, that LeBron is going to be on this Frank Vogel team playing defense, well, well it's something different than what, he's, what he has been doing. LeBron is going to have to be busting his butt to play because he's coming off an injury. And then what happens in the playoffs? Because if they plan on playing this, this, this lockdown execution-style defense in, in, the, in the regular season, like Frank Vogel says, then... Um, what's going to happen? Are they all going to just gas out in the playoffs? Because traditionally, the LeBron teams haven't really played that great of defense in the in the regular season. They get to the playoffs and automatically it's clamp down time. LeBron, you know, that's all part of LeBron's whole whole stick to preserve himself and whatever it may be. Um, oh God, this is going to bring me into a totally different conversation that I'm going to even hit right now. I will, <laughs> because it's so frustrating. And I'm going to take a detour. I'm going to say basketball is a two-way sport. The reason why the best player in the game is Kawhi Leonard is because he's a two-way player. Ironically, Michael Jordan said four years ago that Kawhi was the best two-way player in the NBA. And look what happened. He is. The guy wins championships because he's, he's a two-way player. He's developed both sides. He plays both sides of the ball all the time. And if LeBron considers himself the best player... Uh, the second best player of all time, whatever it may be, he's going to have to play defense all the time and stop with the preserving crap because um, that's just that's just like back when. That's a little sissy ball, right? And LeBron's this big, tough guy. So I kind of don't respect that. So let's, let's, let's hope that, that, that LeBron, being this ultimate great player can play two sides of the ball especially now with a little push in the back with Frank Vogel and I'm telling you if I was that coach I wouldn't LeBron, let LeBron get away with anything he'd have to play both sides of the ball super hard all the time you're not more special than than any other player that sets a standard that's why Michael and his Bulls all were were always on the right page and strict and terrified uh, to make it to make the wrong move because Michael was almost like the coach he was the standard he set the tone um, if LeBron wants to be part of that conversation 
got to play on the opposite side of the ball all the time, nonstop. You want to take his minutes down. If you're Frank Vogel, you could take the minutes down. But when he's in, you've got to be the, – the, the, the offense and the defense have to be continuously working stable and, and, and in a stable way. So uh, it would be fun to, to see how that, that whole thing develops, how that chemistry is going to be in, in L.A., and, and how the minutes will be distributed and how, how, how the pacing is uh, with the players and especially LeBron. Because if you're talking defense, you're talking the other team in L.A., which is the L.A. Clippers. And you ain't comparing both teams and defensively. I'll, I'll just tell you that right off the bat. I don't need to see these teams play. When you look at the Clippers, you're talking about an elite defensive team. As I said here, time in and time out, there's a new sheriff in town, and the Clippers rule. The Clippers are the king of L.A. There is no chance. There is no shot. Playoff basketball is a defensive game, and the Clippers will be ready to strike fear into their opponents, especially the Lakers. Uh, the two don't compare on the defensive ends. So if you're a basketball fan or aficionado, do not tell me that the Lakers and the Clippers even compare remotely on, on the defensive end. Uh, so Frank should watch what he's talking about. <laughs> he's making bold statements for his team. You don't want to put too much pressure over there on your team, Frank. Uh, the Clippers are, are the real deal. That team was assembled to be a defensive-minded team, and they're going to give every team a lot of problems. All right, moving away from, from the Lakers, but not so far away. I know that uh, DeMarcus Cousins is out next year with that, with that injury. Um, but it seems to be the, the TMZ is reporting that uh, um, there were, the authorities are working to, to get DeMarcus to, to surrender. I don't know what type of deal they're going to work out in the end. But, uh, of course, you know the, those threats and, and violence issues with DeMarcus have, have gotten him into a lot of trouble. So it's just something to, to keep your eyes on. Um, back into the 2K, 2K category, because I'm a huge 2K20 fan, um, just a 2K franchise fan. So I've been playing since, I think, 2K2. Yeah, 2K2, uh, 2002. Uh, this 2K20 that just came out, I, you know, it's, it's about a week into it, and I'm not... Loving the control. I heard that you had more control over the player. I'm not so sure that that's true. Um, I, I kind of I feel like the, the makers could do so much better with your individual control over the actual offensive and defensive player. I don't like that you can't get as many steals also on defense. That's part of um, my... My, ex my execution and trying to win every game. I'm a big defensive guy. I step into the passing lanes and, and try to steal the ball. And, and this NBA 2K20, as compared to the 2K19, that, that really kind of is a little disappointing for me. Um, that you, you can't steal. But then also uh, the foul tolerance is turned down, which I do like. So every time you're going for the steal, you're not called for a foul. That's kind of cool. Um, 
when a player goes out of bounds, uh, the player is the player is in two K nineteen. It was a little, it was less easy to just fly out of bounds. In this one, it is easier to cross that boundary, and uh, you kind of have that kind of goes with the the no control factor. That's the part I don't like about it. Looks wise, damn this 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 court is super shiny and crisp. It's better in this one. The players got a little better in this one. The look of them, um, detail is detail is amazing. Overall gameplay, I love. It's very similar, very similar to. If you want to really split hairs, that's why I'm telling you the difference. They're very similar. The 19, 2K19 and 2K20. I'm just a nerd, and I'm trying to bring you uh, somewhat of a player's review of the gameplay. I don't play the season. I don't do any of that stuff where you earn those like coins and currency i don't do that um i play against another player all the time so if you want to ask my recommendation do i recommend it yes it's worth the money for sure it is because especially if you're an nba gaming nerd uh like i am that plays all the time that's kind of the uh you're gonna have to get this nba 2k 20 version um shooting is pretty much similar i will tell you that Shooting is similar. In um, what other aspects? Passing, um, very similar. Um, just, I just wish that there was in all the NBA 2Ks more dribbling control and more control over um, the player's direction. I mean, you might need more action buttons, and which I'm not a fan of. So maybe that's a reason why. Maybe the amount of buttons is limited. Um, so I, I will say for the for the common M NBA 2K19 player, um, it's going to take a little getting used to. I feel um, the, the gameplay is similar, but it's, it will take a couple weeks to to really adjust and feel good and easy with it again. Um, so. Um, do I recommend 2K NBA 2K20? I do. Obviously, updated rosters. Um, you got that that whole thing because you don't want to be playing with old rosters. You're seeing these guys play all the time on the screens, so you want to have your. I feel weird having the wrong guys on the wrong team. You know, uh, I want all the updated trades and free agency signings, all that good stuff. So, yeah, um, I do recommend NBA 2K. 20. What I would love is to get some of the NBA guys uh, on the show, and I would love to talk with them while playing a game or two of NBA 2K. I think it would be cool. Them either playing with themselves in the game uh, against me, or you know, maybe like a uh, them playing with another team even make it more interesting. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna have to talk about that. I want to get a lot of people's opinions on it, the company's opinion. That would be really cool. Okay, uh, and this this next one I'm just gonna really touch upon. This is kind of just a funny thing. Um, USA basketball. The fact that we lost. How crushing is that? I mean, I know that we didn't send our best players, but still, consider the basketball epicenter of the world. America is that basketball epicenter of the world. Like, what's going on to where? This team, I don't care what players we're putting there. How are we not winning a championship in any international play? It's kind of crazy. It speaks volumes. Maybe it's 
maybe it's you know, these guys and what they're and how they're coming up and learning this one-on-one -on -one play crap. But I am, you know, if you you love the the show D Up, then you know that this is named after you know, D Up because defense wins championships. I believe in defense number one, and I also believe in teamwork. You know, five good players that play as a team can beat a more talented team in my history and in and in his and and in you know NBA history and streetball history. The a team can beat a more talented team of just individuals if they play together. So defense and team play. And the USA has to get back to that. You know, they, they got to get back to defense, or defense first. I mean, it's so crazy that I'll go back to the Lakers right now. I mean, Frank Vogel should never have to say, if you're a coach, you should never have to mention that you're going to focus on getting back to defense. and. Having, you know, a hard-nosed, bruising defensive team, like, that should just be there. You should have as much passion playing on offense as you do on defense, especially if you're getting money. These guys make more in one game than, than a guy at Starbucks makes in his whole year. So, have some pride. Put some effort out there. You're making a ton of money. Play defense like it's your last game, like it's your last breath, and don't be a spoiled, rich athlete. USA basketball is just the microcosm of that. So, anyway, let's get back to D Up, the podcast, my show. Now, spread it with your friends. Spread it to your friends. Spread it to your family. Whether they're an NBA lover or just a lover of sports, I think they'll find it very interesting to talk. Maybe I'll, I'll turn them on to basketball. Who knows? But just bring them to this show. I mean, it's free. Lacalle TV. Revolver podcast, you have to bring them to the show, bring them to the yard. They should download it uh, at Apple and you'll get the audio, or you can view it on Legale TV, the new TV. So, this is Louis Valletta. Thank you so much for, for listening to me and tolerating me. And I'm gonna tolerate your comments. Just get back to me as soon as you can. And I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Let's watch. The season's coming up soon. Bye-bye. Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and wagering week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.